café Mike's Daily Podcast Can you believe now that I have done 11 11 podcasts in a row Mike's Daily Podcast Right? It's been 10 Yeah Yeah, that's right That's pretty good, Mike Because for a while I wasn't doing it For a while It was like a fortnight But now I'm not going to mention any other famous video games. I'm just going to sing the rest of this song to you because it's lame. And it's because Mike has gotten back to doing... Mike's Daily Podcast. A daily podcast. Not a weekly podcast that happened for a while. Not a bi-weekly. Mike's Is it bi-weekly? Daily. That always gets me confused. Podcast. Is bi-weekly twice a week? Yeah. Or every two weeks? I get really confused with that because that's like, we're going to take money out of your paycheck bi-weekly. What the? Twice a week? No, bi-weekly. So is that twice a... I don't... Sporadically. Okay, then I understand what you're saying, but... Well, welcome to the show today. We're going to cover some topics that include knitting, fabrics... Cat. No, we're going to talk about cats. But you saw a picture of Rodler, the cat that's been hanging out with us the past couple of weeks. And we basically saved this cat. So you might be asking yourself, the swimming hat for Afro hair that was barred for use in the international competitions and the Olympics. An official body has barred the use of swimming hats specifically designed for Afro hair in competitions. It said elite athletes don't require caps of such size. Hmm. They've been barred from the Olympics as the official body uh, says elite athletes never use, neither require to use caps of such size. Interesting. Now, I have not worn a hat like this, but then again, I have no hair, so I have no need for it, but... That's controversy. And here's today's podcast picture. It's a horse. Of course. This horse, I think his name's Lucky. Or is it Princess? It lives up in the Podcaster Valley Hills. And when you go walking on one of the trails there, he's always around. And I hope he's still there. I haven't been up. This picture was taken a couple months back. But it's in the Podcastro Valley Hills. And we are broadcasting from Podcastro Valley Mont today. The last place on earth. Cafe anyway. Parades are back in the streets of Paris, New York, and Tel Aviv. were awash with rainbows. Was this yesterday? Oh. Over the weekend. Basil. He met this horse, I think. I think, the, I think I have a picture of this horse sniffing Basil. It's pretty good. The late great Basil the Boxer, everyone. Here we are, the first day of July. That's right, Basil. Gosh, so Basil died in the month of July last year. And so we're coming up on that in a couple of weeks, that anniversary, that sad anniversary. But I remember last 4th of July, he was still alive. And I was like, I'm not going to leave this dog's side. Because at this point, he couldn't walk anymore because of the degenerative myelopathy. And I said, I don't want him to feel scared with the fireworks going off. So my lovely lady friend and I hung out with him all night. Back to my story 
earlier just had random memories that flood your brain of lost ones that you've had to say goodbye to. There were lots of other pride. There are lots of other pride flags now as various groups under the LGBT plus umbrella create their own to represent themselves. So you might be a bit confused. It's not the only one anymore. The original flag had eight stripes and debuted during San Francisco Pride in 1978. It was designed by Gilbert Baker and commissioned by Harvey Milk. Gilbert said he was inspired by Judy Garland's song Somewhere Over the Rainbow. That's the rainbow effect. Before it could go into mass production, alterations had to be made. A lack of pink fabric led to an uneven flag, and so it was reduced to the six stripes that we know today. And the six colors represent something. The red color is means life. The orange color means healing. The, I guess that's like a... I guess is that pink? I don't know what that color is. What's the color of... Uh, that you... White people have this pigment That color Not quite completely white Not quite completely pink Somewhere in there Sunlight is the color there Nature The green color that's in the flags Blue color means serenity And the purple color Spirit So that is a story I wanted to pass along to you here On this first day of July the celebrity couples with the biggest age differences. There is one celebrity couple which has an age gap of 39 years. Uh, let's see. That one is, I don't, is it Florence Puch and Zach Braff? Really? Florence is the new, uh, is it Pug or Pug? So that's how much I am into <laughs> Popular culture Well I don't know if it's popular culture It's definitely entertainment culture 21 years Wow Zach Braff is younger than me And For some reason I didn't think He was even considered older When you think of May December romances Perhaps you think of Robert Redford And someone younger But nope Zach Braff there Scrubs guy So Florence is the new princess of Hollywood And There we go The 62 year old Megastar That's Madonna Is dating professional choreographer and dancer Alamik Alamalik Williams If I try that a couple more times I'd probably say it correctly Ala Malik is 27 And was a backup dancer on the Madam X tour And let's see Oh, Blake Lively And Ryan Reynolds They have an 11 year age gap Matthew McConaughey and Camilla Alves 14 years Then there is Jay-Z and Beyonce That's 12 years There you go There you go there go, that's it. We're going to talk about fabric now. Feel good fabrics. Um, a big part of running a business is operating in an environmentally responsible manner. 
there it, Berkshire Blanket and Home Company has developed EcoThread, a fabric manufacturing process that uses less water than traditional processes. I am wearing a new shirt that my lovely lady friend gave me, and it is linen. By linen. Um, and the rest of this is a total pro Costco connection type article, and I pulled it from the Costco connection. So I say no. I will not read the rest of this. Hey, here's something that I have been thinking about a lot lately, and that is I need to learn another language. So here are some tips how to bring, how to learn a language, something to help you. Maybe because to me, learning a language seems insurmountable. I can't do it. I cannot learn a language. It's too difficult. But here are some tips. Bring, use your target language as much as you can. Many say, people say, uh, and put yourself in a situation where growth is inevitable. If you give yourself an option of using your language skills, chances are you'll choose not to use them. Our brain will instinctively choose the decision that's simple and requires less thought. Like acquiring any new skill, learning a new language is going to require strong will. You must consciously lock yourself out of your comfort zone and not allow yourself to step back inside it for a while. It's not an easy decision and may require some creative thought, but the results are well worth the effort. Use your target language as much as you can. Many people say the best way to learn a new language is by living in the country. That is not true. More often than not, when you're in that country, the natives will still want to practice their English skills when they see you. We live in a world where English is a desirable and lucrative skill to have. So most foreign countries will have an English-speaking population, especially around the larger city. In this situation, growth isn't inevitable. It's still optional. But it is truly possible to keep ourselves in a situation where we have no choice but to use our language skills. So, here's what if... The, bring the language home to you. There are plenty of ways to make learning unavoidable. Some of these might include switching your cell phone or social media to the language you are studying. Ah! Committing yourself to a language group or finding a conversation partner. Ah! You may even try to try visual cues by taping a list of new words to your bathroom and kitchen walls. Interesting. I have heard people listening to a particular type of music that's in a different language. You can learn words that way. Maybe watching a TV show and have the subtitles on. That can help. Find your saturation point through immersion. An excellent method for making fast progress is an intensive immersion. And yes, you can achieve this wherever you are. The key is not to ease up one bit on the target language. Make every area of your life part of your language program. That means you should listen to the news and music in the language. Speak only the language. Just make every option available only in the target language. Create a period of relentless study and so much language it feels like on-site immersion. And when you think you can't stand one bit of uh, more of the language, that's the time to intensify your study. Wow. So, value fluency over accuracy. 
Fluency is the ability to express oneself easily and articulately. It means using the language smoothly in real time. Accuracy, on the other hand, is the ability to be correct and precise. It means communicating without any grammatical, vocabulary, tonal, and other efforts. You can be fluent in, in a language without having 100% accurate, uh, accuracy. Alternately, you can have language accuracy while still not being anywhere near fluent. The ultimate goal when learning a new language is to use it fluently, not accurately. Focus on usability, not thoroughness. Language cannot be learned from a textbook alone. Instead, focus on learning practical colloquial topics and work your way from there. S start speaking right away. Begin speaking immediately. Just dive in. Replace cramming with a spaced repetition. And this website says software. And I should mention this is from the website fluentu.com. That's the letter U. Fluent and then U.com has that suggestion. I bring up learning a language because... I don't think you truly learn your own world or the, or the world in which we live and learn a lot about your own culture that you grew up in until you learn a different language and you learn someone else's culture. It's like stepping outside of the walls of your life, of your world, and you learn a lot more. It's like a fish being pulled out of a goldfish bowl and, and then uh, seeing the world from outside of the goldfish bowl and then dying. That's not a good idea. Don't pull a goldfish out of a bowl. But you get the idea. There's so much we should see that we don't see. We, we Our periphery, our perspective. We, should, we need another perspective is all I'm saying. Same thing I was talking about last podcast about looking at old photos, looking at old pictures and how important it is to Hang on to old pictures because they show us where we've been. Pictures of ourselves, places that we've been, things that we've done. Because in the current moment, we may go, oh, I can't do this. I've never done anything like this before. Oh no, that's not true. You did something exactly like this before. Then it was a while back, but you forgot about it because our memories are so short. We really do. We have such short, horrible memories. Now, I have a pretty good one. My lovely lady friend points that out to me often, but I think on the whole, we have horrible memories. We're already revising what happened on January 6th, for example. We revised, we're revising everything about the last president. Do, do you remember that the president wanted us to take the vaccine? There's a lot of people that are pro-Trump that are like, oh, no, no, he was always against taking the vaccine. And, and uh, you know, he always believed he shouldn't wear masks. No, there was a time he was defending the, the practice of wearing masks. And suddenly we live in a world where, nope, masks are bad. Masks have always been a, a Democrat ploy, a liberal ploy. But that's because we live in a world where every second is being revised by people talking about it and revising it for us on the internet. And yeah, you get the idea. We got to be aware of that and got to be conscious of that and realize our perspective is manipulated by the internet if we immerse ourselves too much in the internet. So I think we should be wary of some of these things. But we're outside of cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcastro Valley. 
And look who's here. Hello, Mike Matthews. It's Jolly. You are hard to give jumps to your advisor. It's a cute picture of your cat, Mike Matthews. Yes, do you know any other languages? Yes, I know several languages. Oh. Look who else is here. Oh, Mike, this is Floyd the Floorman. And this is John Deere, the engineer. You didn't want to ask Shelly Shuhart a follow-up question. No, I did not want to find out what other, what languages she knows. Maybe she didn't say that at all. Maybe I just revised history and she's, she wasn't even here. Stop that, Mike Matthews. You're doing that retcon thing. Yeah, retconning. There's a lot of retcon going on in this world. We just got to be aware of that. Okay, remember, those who forget their history are doomed to repeat it. Next show, it'll be the wonderful Benita, the disgruntled fiddle player, and the brewmaster. Thank you so much for listening to FF episode 2263-2263. If you would like to chime in about any of the topics we covered today, you can call me at 336-MM-DAILY. That's 3 plus 3 equals 6. MM as in Mike Matthews. Daily as in what this podcast has been now for 11 days. Woo! 11 days. How excellent is that? Oh, I forgot. Dang it. Oh, here's something real quick. Two things I keep forgetting to talk about. And I want to throw them out there real quick. One is that we have, we were talking about the, the world popular culture society a little bit earlier. And about uh, stuff that yours truly probably doesn't know about popular culture. But here's one thing I do know. And that is popular music today oh and there's a guy (laughs) ken reminded me how much he hates dave matthews and i've talked about that on the podcast about how i I think there's lots of other things to hate in this world that are much worse than mr dave matthews especially i have to defend him slightly because we have the same last name but i don't know who he is i've never met him i mean i know who he is but i've never met him i don't know him personally the thing is that popular music today if you turn on a popular music station near you there is entirely too much of this singing like it's baby talk like listen listen and sing it to i'm not going to name any specific artist but there is a lot of this singing style that sounds like you're doing like a baby talk it's total like infantilism, infantilizing, infantilizing the popular music. It, there's no, uh, there's no maturity. I mean, maybe there's never been maturity in pop music, but I don't remember people actually trying to sound like little babies going goo goo gaga in the kind of. The, listen, uh, I'm maybe not, a, I'm not explaining this clearly, but it. it do you get a general sense of what I'm saying? It needs to stop. I think when we look back on the early 2020s, we're going to be like, why were they singing? And maybe the late 2010s too. Why were they singing like that? It's like they're not using their whole mouth and their lips and all that. All right, someone was just knocking on the window to say I need to wrap it up. They were knocking on the window from inside of cafe anyway, and they said, Mike, end this thing. Okay, I will. Hey, oh, one other thing too. If you ever noticed, somebody pointed this out to me the other day. The IRS, when they want money from you, 
Like you need to pay them if you don't there's all kinds of fees and and uh, interest and and you it's it, you know fines but if they owe you money that it could take them forever to give you the money and they don't put any interest on it doesn't that stink all right a financial guy pointed that out to me wow 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 a frame save me and if you want cereal or anything else guys let me know okay Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.